When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. She's back. Welcome to the show with co-host Catherine Brandt, Andy Brandt-Bernard, Timmy Lammers. See, there you go. Alex will be here soon. <laughs> Alex will be here soon. I have Absolutely. to confess, you know, it's Tuesday because we had Memorial Weekend mm-hmm. off, and I saw Tim on the screen, and I'm like, what's Tim doing here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. It's not Tuesday. It feels like Sunday. <laughs> Uh, what are you going to do? So w- Tim is wearing a Minnesota Vikings shirt, and he's decided that since the Go Twins Vikes. have already won two World Series That's and right. the Wild and uh, whatever that basketball team's name is, the Timberwolves, <laughs> are never going to win anything, apparently, Aww. that you're going to support the Vikings, even though they've never won a Super Bowl. They've been in four. No, no. And, I mean, look, it's kind of rooted in emotion here. I mean, one thing that I always did with my dad growing up was watch the Vikings on Sunday. So, you know, mm-hmm. we throw the football around and, you know, he had a couple, he was a full-time farmer and a full-time cop. So didn't have a lot of time, but he always found time to throw the football around on Sunday and watch the game with us. So, right. you know, so it's kind of an emotional thing, but yeah, you know, it's, it's that you're right. The Timberwolves, I don't think I've ever cared about the Timberwolves. Me either. Never you know, cared I figured about because we did have the Lakers at one point. And they were dominant, and they did win. And then there's another family thing. My mom went to a few Lakers games where George Mikan played. So oh, sure. Yeah, there you go. I never really cared about basketball. Um, hockey, I would love to see the Wild win the Stanley yeah, Cup. It would be very the nice. State of, the state of hockey. Yeah. But what the hell's going on, man? <laughs> it, you know, you get teams in the West Coast winning Stanley Cups, right? So it's, it's just totally screwed up. No question about it, but we'll slog through, ladies and gentlemen. Well, we yeah, I, indeed. I, I just, I don't know. I was a big Viking fan because my brother Terry came home from Vietnam and introduced me to the Vikings. I was about 15 years old at the time, so mm-hmm. it's my brother's fault. They've never won a World Series, or I mean a Super Bowl. But isn't that cool, though? It's all rooted in something. I mean, it for is, me, yeah. it's my father. Yep. For you, your brother. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and that sort of nostalgia kind of keeps us going. It does. Know? No, you're absolutely right. It does, indeed. And I will and say we, one we other thing. mention Joe Cap died recently. I mean, and maybe that was their, that was the Super Bowl they were favored heavily, I think, with, yes. with Kansas, Kansas City. City. So. Yep. The very first yeah. one, they were heavily favored and got their ass handed to them. <laughs> yeah, yes. Which is unfortunate. Oh, we got Kristen. I, we're going to have the entire show. This is wonderful. 
Yeah, well, Kristen, your favorite sports franchises. We were just talking about my love for the Vikings still, and that's about it. So do you have any out in Los Angeles or? Uh, no, I, I have an affinity for the Celtics. Oh, oh I love the Celtics. Because I, I grew up with season tickets to the Celtics, so oh, nice. I used to love watching them play. Um, but otherwise, you'll find me um, watching figure skating and gymnastics. Ah, well, and the thing is with the Celtics, I mean, you're, you're already a winner because how many, God, how many titles have they won? You know, I can't even count. It's so, they're they're incredible. And I was lucky enough to grow up in the era when like Bird was playing and McHale Mm -hmm. and Parrish. Wow. Well, did you see the series winning time where you had Michael Chiklis playing Red Auerbach? Yes, I did. (laughs) It's pretty cool. I love that. It was a good series. No, yeah, yeah, really. And coming back for another one. I remember. I'm excited about that. When I first met Tom. He was a huge Celtics fan. Yep. And I remember running around Manhattan trying to find him a Celtics, those shiny warm-up jacket things that they wear. Yep. Sold out. Why? So they must have been really winning everything back in those days. Oh, they were just kicking ass. They kicked. Oh, it was unbelievable. I remember I paid like 300 bucks for that thing. Um, Kelly West took me around to all these sports shops and found one. Right. And then you lost your love for them. What happened? Did a player disappoint you? or? Yes. Ah, okay. I met one of the players, one of the biggest pricks I've ever met in so my life. So I ruined life. the whole team for you? Yes. Oh, does, was that does bad? Does that player's name begin with Kevin and then with Mikhail? Might. Oh. <laughs> well, no, because he was at the Timberwolves. Yeah, he was the coach of the Timberwolves for a while. Very unpleasant human being, <laughs> I will tell you that. He signed now, a basketball for me while I was living in Minnesota. Really? I will tell you something. I, I, I have two very good friends that played in the NBA. Jim Peterson being one of them. So I don't condemn all NBA players just after those two, all the rest of them. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm sorry to call out Kevin McHale on you, Tom, but I've heard you talk about this before. So it's public record. Not my favorite person. I've tried to be very nice to him too, but every, whenever you criticize the team, he would get just livid. And he once I was in in a golf course locker room and he was in there and he got really tough guy with me. I'm like, yeah, whatever. Settle down. Did he tell? How tall is the guy? Six eleven, I think, something like that. Six ten. Yeah, yeah I was like gonna be at least a tummy. Tall, tall, tall. Yeah, he was doing that deal. So I just pointed out, you know, if I ever get inside your reach, you're screwed. Oh, for heaven's <laughs> sakes! That Minnesota grudge thing is strong. That it is for me. It's, it's very strong, strong within you, Tom. No, I don't. He's just, he's just not it's my powerful. kind of guy. I loved him as a basketball player. I loved watching him play basketball. But he's just not my kind of guy. He just is not. That 80s run was magical. It was. It was wonderful to watch. It was. And for us, like living in Boston, because, you know, at at the time, like our big celebrities were like our local sports figures or news anchors. Having Jack Nicholson come and sit courtside Uh, during the playoffs every year were pretty amazing. Sure. Now, on the inside, Kristen. Okay, so Jack hasn't shown up for two years in public. All of a sudden, there was a photo of him out in his porch. All he looked right. like he didn't admit his oh, hair was yeah. And then, all of a sudden, he shows up for a couple games. So what exactly is the deal there? Because, obviously, the word had gotten out that it was dementia that had set in or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. So what 
have you heard? Have you heard anything? I haven't heard anything. Like, I don't think that this is like a hint that his big acting return is coming by any means. But I have a feeling it's a way to just prove, like, I'm not dead yet. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still alive. Yep. Don't believe all the rumors. Yeah. And, I mean, he did look even a little disheveled when he showed yeah. up courtside. I mean, he didn't look like the jack of, like, 80s and 90s even. I mean, he looked a little rough around the edges. But... Mm -hmm. um, I was nice to see him. I got to be honest. Oh yeah. oh yeah, it was cool. It's cool. I mean, but again, I mean, if you were suffering some from some sort of ailment like that, I would imagine things have to be going pretty good if you're going to be in the in public like that. Well, how old are you? I think he was saying, you know, he himself had done a couple of interviews, just saying it was getting harder to memorize like chunks of dialogue, mm -hmm. and I, I think he kind of took himself out before it really became an issue, and yeah. so perhaps. The dementia situation was exaggerated then in the press, like, oh, you know, he's just not, he has dementia. He's like a crazy old man, like, you know, wandering around his yard, <laughs> yelling at the sky, that kind of thing. And I, I think that that's kind of just to prove, like, he's maybe retired on his own terms. Yeah. Wow. And to his defense, you got to remember, he wasn't the only one locked up for a long time with COVID. Right. So, you know, I mean, yeah, it sounds like, well, in this Today, I mean, you know, if I were to start a two-year run where I'm not seen in public, that's one thing. But, you know, to keep yourself safe or whatever and stay at home during COVID, it's, is it that unusual, really? I don't know. I it don't wasn't. Know. And I think, too, you know, there's a lot of older actors working these days that work with an earwig, which means someone is piping in their lines mm -hmm. just in case mm -hmm. anyone doesn't know what an earwig is. Um and it's pretty common, and especially with a lot of the, the male older actors for some reason. I don't know why versus female, if there's like a correlation between memory between women and men. Um, and he chose not to do that. So I think that that's, you know, kind of interesting where other actors are like, I want to keep on working and I don't care if someone's piping in my lines. It's obviously a choice on, on either side. But um, he I, I personally think he kind of just went out on his own terms and wrote his own final chapter. Well, he's he eight. needs to find somebody with Brando's cue cards and just do it the old-fashioned way. I just That's looked up his age. He's 86. So He is 86. I didn't think he looked 86 when I saw him courtside. I mean, like a little disheveled, maybe didn't like look super coiffed, but I, don't, I wouldn't have said, oh, he's 86. And you know what? What the hell is 86 anyway? I mean, think about Schwarzenegger, and I don't know if you've watched mm -hmm. FUBAR yet. FUBAR. <laughs> he is terrific in that series because he... He knows, and I think he's been this way for a while. He gets the joke, you know. He he, he he's not he's he's still a terrible actor, really, um, but he's good enough to to make poke fun at himself in a sort of way, and, and play into his eighties and nineties persona too. Yeah, I think. exactly, exactly. Yeah. So he's kind of yeah poking fun at what he did then. And his acting really hasn't improved that much. And I have actually been previewing. Um, there's a uh, it comes out on the seventh. It's a documentary called Arnold on Netflix. Clearly, he's got some sort of deal with them, but it's a docu series. And I just started the first episode. And boy, this guy talk about laser focus. I mean, this guy he wills things into happening. That's a he's really an amazing person. I mean, his career I should say has really just been an amazing deal from one you know from mr what was it mr olympia or whatever the hell he was to mr world universe. or whatever to, yeah yeah mr universe whatever it's crazy so 
you got to hand it to him. The guy's been successful. Yeah, he was our governor here. So <laughs> we, you know, and, and and it's, you know, it's incredible, too, because his kids, have a lot of them have, you know, gone on to become authors and actors. And, you know, obviously he has a son that he had with his housekeeper. But Joseph Baena, because he did Dancing with the Stars this past season, is a great kid. And, you know, you don't just all of a sudden, uh, you know, show up on the scene and, you know, be a total brat. He was like, my dad told me I had to work for things. I had to go to college. Like it was very clear that there was a work ethic instilled in him, whether it was his kids with Maria Shriver or his child with uh, Mildred Baena, who was the family housekeeper, um, never made him feel, I think, which is amazing, never made him feel like he wasn't um, Arnold's son, you know, once the, once all the yeah. dots were connected publicly. Yeah. Yeah. And you're going to get that, you know, not spoiling anything, obviously, because you can find all this stuff if you look it up. But, uh, yeah, it goes into that work ethic that was instilled in him growing up in Austria and how poor they were and how hard his mother worked and how hard his father worked. And and uh, yeah, so it's it's a good thing to see that that's carrying on down the line. Yeah, I think it's fantastic. And, you know, I actually think. Uh, Joseph Baena didn't last that long on Dancing with the Stars, but I was like, I actually found him so charismatic, probably like Arnold was when he was in his 20s. I'm like, I'm looking forward to seeing more of him. I, You know, he's one of those that has the potential. I get it. He's a Nepo baby, but he has the potential to really do something, whether in the public eye. I don't know whether it's going to be acting or something else, but he's got a funny personality. He's got a great sense of humor. So, Catherine and Tom, are you going to watch Food Bar? Uh, I don't know, Tom. Are we? I'm telling you, you might be surprised by how entertaining it is. It is really a fun series. Oh, well, we'll it's give it a whirl. It's fun and fluffy. Fun and fluffy? Yeah. Like, just, yeah. you know, when you just need that, like, light kind of fare, you're yeah. just like, I, well, you know, I don't that... want to think too much. Right that would now, be good. Right now, Number we're watching, right now, we're watching um, A Little Light. Have you oh, heard of God. this? Oh, God. Oh, God. It's, it's a story about. It's an Anne Frank story, but it's not particularly about Anne Frank. It's about the woman that kind that took care of them. A Neat. small light. A small light. Sorry, a small, light, small yeah. light. Thank small you. Light. Um, you know me and titles, and um, it's about this woman named Meep, who, at great risk to herself and her husband too, were helping. How many Jewish families were up in the? Attic oh yeah, tons of three, yeah. three, <clears throat> three or four. Three or four, yeah. Yep. Ended up up there, and she yep. had to get ration cards for them, and how it was just—it really is stressful watching it. Just very stressful. So it would be nice Great to have show. something light and fluffy, you know, afterwards. Yep. To kind of. Yep. It's yeah. like when you're watching something Decompress. scary, you need something comedic. You know? Yeah. Exactly. It's well, so well done. I mean, the acting is absolutely fabulous. If I, is that an American production or a British? Production? I don't know. I have no. They it's, they all have British accents. Why would they, they have British, British accents? accents? I know, but they do. Where where, well, where are you watching it? Uh, Hulu well, has it. yes, it's on Hulu. It said it was a sling on Sling, but it's not, from National uh, Geographic, apparently. Oh, Nat yeah, Geo, National that's Geographic. But where yeah. was it filmed? Uh, I don't. Was it in Amsterdam? Let's see here. Yep, Prague and Amsterdam. It's a beautiful production. I mean, they, it it's just wonderful, and the acting is fantastic. I don't know. Billy Bollet, right? Billy Bollet, that's right. She's been yeah. in a bunch of shows. She's, she's really good. Yeah, she's very, very Yeah, they're good. saying it's a U.S. production. 
Okay. What um, is? But okay. on National right. Geographic. Right. Yep. That's what I was wondering. According to this. But it's, it is. It's marvelous. It's really great. It should win awards, in my opinion. Well, the I should note that the second chapter, uh, which hopefully they make into a series, a sequel to The Dropout. Um, is that what it was? The uh, Dropout, yeah. With Elizabeth Holmes? Yes. She started her prison term today. Oh, she oh. did? How many years? 11 years. Now, first of all, 11. But that doesn't mean anything. No, she'll be on but it's four. A federal, plan. federal, you usually serve most of it, don't you? Mm, not I her. Why not? Because she's an attractive woman. Oh. Oh. No, because she's been trying to get out of her prison sentence for quite a bit because of her pregnancy. And then I don't know if she had the child or if she's still pregnant, but uh, oh, she must I have think had the that child. they waited for her to have the, the they child. Waited, so, yeah, but she was trying to like at least get out of uh, get a few years shaved off so that she could spend the first little bit with her daughter. And I don't it didn't happen. The judge was like, no, you've got 11 years. And the her boyfriend at that time was Sonny, right? The guy mm-hmm. that helped her run it, he, I think he got even more time than she did. Really? Yeah. Mm. Oh, I didn't know that. I think so, yeah. Which yeah. is amazing because she was the figurehead. I, I don't know why. Is he, he from w- India? Yes. I thought so, yeah. Mm-hmm. I do remember that, ladies and gentlemen. But Dean Andrews played him, and he rose to prominence, at least first time I saw him in, in the show Lost. And oh. uh, terrific in this series as well. I mean, what a hell of a series. And... You know, when you hear about federal prison and country clubs, I mean, are they really? I mean, do they really? I have no idea. It depends on where you go. Like when Martha Stewart went, she went to what is referred to as Camp Cupcake. It's one of like. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's it's known to be if you have to get a federal prison sentence, you want to go to Camp Cupcake. Um, Let's not don't forget that time. If we ever go to federal prison, prison. (laughs) Camp Cupcake, see if you can get there. Um, But you know, there's like farming women learn skills there. Um, Martha Stewart herself was teaching a lot of the women how to cook and things like that. She utilized her obvious lifestyle skills while she was in prison. So I think there are better federal prisons than others. Oh, there definitely are. There's no doubt about that. Yeah. Remember Martha walked out with like a really like I think it was like an Angora sweater that someone had knit for her <laughs> behind bars. And everyone like rushed out to okay. like make dupes of like the Angora sweater. Yep. Jeez. Because it was going super to... funny. I mean FPC Brian. Take existence with that. Jeez, I... What Andy? It's yeah. unbelievable. FPC Brian is where she's going. It's in Texas. That doesn't sound like Camp Cupcake. Mm, does I don't have, think Texas does it have any... tennis courts and golf courses? I mean, what no, kind of amenities some, does she have? There's some pretty bad people in there. Really? Uh, I mean, doesn't mean she'll be meth a distribution pop. ring. Oh, she's in there. Uh, former Enron assistant treasurer for tax fraud. Oh, wow. You know. That sort of thing. Oh, I mean, there's no like murderers or anything. It's minimum security, oh, yeah. but it's okay. still not. Well, that's different. It's not like you know, it doesn't look terribly nice from the outside. Okay. Do you have anybody from the Aryan Brotherhood in there? That'd be nice. Ugh. Probably not. We also finished um, Madoff. The oh yes. Oh god, yeah. that was good. That was that was another one you needed a cleanse after <laughs> after watching that. It's true. Now it's oh, just one. The Was monster it De Niro or um, Netflix documentary. Yeah. Oh, watching. a documentary. Oh, okay. Yeah, because didn't I thought De Niro played him and didn't um, oh, did he? Richard Dreyfus? There's been several series yeah. about him. So yeah, I, I remember be Dreyfus surprised. playing him. Yeah. 
Hope yeah, Dreyfus would be good. He would be. I, I, the devastation left in the wake of Bernie Madoff is like, it's just one of those situations. It's changed so many people's lives, like the rest moving forward. Well, and both his kids died young. Well, one of them committed suicide them shortly himself, after yeah. Bernie was yeah. put in prison, yep. and the other one died of a hideous uh, type of cancer. a cancer. Yep. Yeah, so and I'm pretty sure that their father's actions didn't help them at all. Mm-hmm. The amount of stress. And then, mm-hmm. and, and I think for, for them being questioned, like the sons were always questioned, like yeah. how much did yep. they know? Did they yep. know anything? And they swore they knew nothing. Their father swore that they knew nothing because they were, I think it's pretty clear in the documentary too, like there were two offices and yes. two floors yes. and they op- operated completely separately of yep. each other. Um, so even if the, the sons knew absolutely nothing, it's just that guilt by association, right. I think. Right. Really tough. Well, and the fact that I didn't know that the feds could seize your home. Now I understand she was, oh, what's, what was his wife's name? Ruth. Ruth was living in a $7 million, which doesn't sound like much in Manhattan anymore, but this is years and years ago when they <laughs> bought it. It's probably yes. worth $25 million now. But, but they seized her home, and she was living in a car yep. in the streets of Manhattan. I mean, everybody abandoned her. Does it say where she ended up now? I don't know if she's even still alive. I don't know. Andy, I wish, they, I wish they would have followed up with some of those questions, you know. Ruth made What kind of car was she living in, though? Was it wasn't it a nice car, no. It wasn't. Uh... Ruth is apparently still alive. She, she is eighty-two. Eighty-two is. Wow. Where is she? Is she still living in New York? I can't imagine that she would be. I, I would get imagine. out of there. Yeah, I'd be up in Maine somewhere. She's yeah. She's yeah. apparently doing as much as she can to not be recognized anymore. Oh, sure, that so. makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. I in mean, September just... twenty twenty, she resided uh, in Old Greenwich, Connecticut. Greenwich. Greenwich. In a, a $4.5 million beachfront property. Oh, Jesus. How? Oh, well, that might have been a friend so, that was putting her up. Yeah, I don't know. Be. I don't know if they say, you know, if, she's, if they had squirreled away any money knowing that someday, someday a Ponzi scheme has to end. Well, yeah. Well, you don't yeah. start a Ponzi scheme expecting it to go on forever. Although so. the show made it sound like if it hadn't been for the housing crisis and the entire world never crashing, that, that he could have still been going on yep. today. Because no, they the, always... Nobody cared. The SEC investigated him. Didn't nobody care. cared. Yeah. Well, watch The Big Short. I mean, that's... That's a great show. Yeah, it just... It just shows you just how much of a wild, wild west situation it really was. I yes. mean, anything, anything goes, yep. you know? Yeah, oversight is is slim. Very slim. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, when I it st- comes to all of that. The toughest part of watching that show was at the very end when these couples who were now penniless and deeply in debt mm-hmm. just started bawling their eyes out and crying. About, oh, God, that was hard to watch. Yes. That was very difficult because it should have never happened. But the guy screwed everybody. Yeah. I mean, his own children died because of him. I know. How did his children die because of him? One of them killed themselves, and the other one got so stressed out he got cancer, cancer and died. Oh. Well, I don't think you can really contribute. Or oh, that's what they said. I think you can. The Ponzi Stress scheme contributes to cancer. To cancer. Yes. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It depends on the type. Well, it certainly wouldn't it's help it if, if you, know, you're stre- you have sure. cancer and you're stressing. It's not going to help it. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean. Bryant, what's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who have been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. 
How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this, if the adjuster really truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my my question is, you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact, I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh, okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabanco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Alex is joining us. I don't know if she's going to be on. Andy's the getting it. <clears throat> He's working on. I don't it. have anything on my phone. I sent you a text message. Well, it didn't. Arrive. I have to put in some sort of password on the computer. Yeah, I never got a password. Is Madoff? M A D O F. No, no, never, never. It says family hotline, and I have to punch his numbers. So text me whatever those numbers are. Yeah. So anyway, no. that was a very, I, I, people should watch that because if you think that yep. your taxes are going to protect oh. the, you know, you from the financial him. institutions, the corporate people, the politicians, you're delusional, 100% delusional. Well, hopefully everyone learns your lessons <laughs> over the last decade or that two. That would be good. If everybody learned a lesson, that would be very, very nice, wouldn't it? Oh, man, that was... Yep. Yeah, that's a They're not even lesson. gonna help you in a hurricane, so you better have food no. and water and be ready. Yep. There's nobody yeah. coming. Well what I loved about the very <laughs> end say prepper is what I'm hearing. They uh <laughs> they ran down a list at the very end of the show, kind of just before the credits, of all the national and state agencies that knew this was going on and did nothing <clears throat> about it. Yep. They did. They well, knew it was. Well, happening. that one guy, that one re- journalist, mathematician guy, he was report. He was reporting him. Yeah. Uh, Bernie's yep. thing to the SEC constantly, and they kept on going. They didn't care. They didn't, didn't care. care at all. I don't. I don't know if I want to watch this. I was going to say <laughs> it's, it's know, really it's good. Actually, it, it's actually very. You should. You should. It's yeah. so fascinating. People yeah, should it's watch this. Compelling. Yes. Well, it's on the should watch belly. list and both of these shows, and I'll be careful not to spoil anything because, you know, here we go. Um, they both came to an end on Sunday, Succession and Barry. Yeah. Yep. Both terrific shows, both terrific uh, finales. Um, I would say, Tom and Catherine, if you haven't started watching them, I would say the first one, watch Barry. 
because that goes fast. I mean, the episodes are half hour each. There's, oh, we need oh, something like that. And yeah, they just fly right by. And I'm telling you, he's gonna I, hate he, Succession. He yeah, wouldn't. yeah. Oh, yeah. Brian oh, Cox. Oh. I've never seen that. <clears throat> yeah, it's 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 they're all hateable people. Oh, I, th- I think there's some there are some that could be likable in the cast, but even the doofus. There's a doofus in the in the, the a cousin of the family who just becomes annoying after a while. Um, but Barry is a different deal, and it shows you just how incredibly talented Bill Hader is, not only as an actor, but as a writer, as a director. This guy has it all going with this series. So that's on Max, no longer HBO yeah, Max. That's right. Yeah, right. That's right. And yeah, uh, the- yeah so the uh, fourth season just came to an end <clears throat> on Sunday night. I wanted to say yesterday, but it's actually, you know, because we're all thinking yesterday was Sunday. No, it was two two nights ago. But uh, yeah, it's well worth watching. It's different. It's funny. It's Henry Winkler is. A oh, Henry oh, Winkler's in it too. Yeah. He's, oh my he's god, a good yeah. guy. the kindest man in Hollywood. Good guy. He's a great he guy. Is, you're right. Yeah. Oh, wait till you see him in this series, though. Again, just showing you. I think he's won a couple Emmys or at least one mm-hmm. for this role. No, he's won um, one Emmy, which was his first Emmy this past year. Huh. Uh, and he was like, I waited this long to finally yeah. get my Emmy. What a travesty. Should have won a long, long time ago. I mean, He's been nominated and just never won. So this yeah, was yeah. like a big thing for him. So, Maybe but everybody there's... can't get over the Fonzie thing. Because remember that era where, you know, there were only three networks. You were that character. And when that show, that long running yeah. show ended, it was so hard to shake, you know, the Fonz yeah. or, you mm-hmm. know, it's one of those things yeah, that people, people struggled yeah, for so people long. People wouldn't accept them in another role. It's like the no. Brady kids. Like they all talk about that you know you're marcia you're jan yeah yeah um you know there is a great show and, and this is about buddies helping out each other but it's the movie actually um early 80s called night shift ron howard oh. directed yeah Catherine, i watched that Hitler, and that marked the amazing introduction of a uh, an, an actor a comedian named uh, Michael Keaton. Michael Keaton. Oh, it's like, where God. the hell did this guy come from? It was such an, an amazing mm-hmm. debut. But it's such a great movie, too. But, you know, thankfully, these are buddies that I don't know if it was happenstance or they really did plan it out. It's like, hey, nothing's going on for me. Hey, what about you? So let's get together. And it is really a terrific. And Shelley Long is in it as well. Wow. Uh, I love her, too. Yeah, great film. Great movie. Cheers, and, baby. Uh, She's yeah, and also, um, I just saw a clip the other day. There was uh, essentially Fonzie uh, Henry Winkler is playing a pimp. What? <laughs> they're running. They're running a prostitution ring oh, out of a morgue. That a seems far fetched. <laughs> where Michael Keaton gets some frat boys in the uh, morgue to have a party. And uh, at the, it's like there's a guy in there that's carrying, I think they're carrying Michael Keaton around. And he's identified in the credits as Frat Boy Number One. <laughs> frat Boy. His name is like Kevin it. Costner. Kevin Costner. Oh, wow. Oh, my gosh. As Frat Boy Number One. <laughs> and that. So they had another big star in there. They just didn't know it. Frat Boy. So fun. No. And Michael Keaton, I will say, it's going to rank, rankle a few people's. Uh, <laughs> Perception, but best Batman. Gonna say it. Yeah, yeah. He was. Yeah. He was the best I still Batman. think he's the best Batman. Yep. I, I know agree. people like Christian Bale, but I'm like, I still think Keaton's the best Batman. 
Christian yeah. Bale was yeah. boring. And, and people are really going to get their, 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 they love him so much. I mean, when he reappears in the flash, well, we've seen enough of him already in the trailers and stuff, but coming back in the flash is going to be huge. Going to be huge. They're cool. actually going to get me to watch that, believe it or not. <laughs> well, there not you a go. superhero person, are you? No, can't stand it. Uh, I think you. it's overdone. Yeah, I do. And, you know, it's interesting. Did you see um, Elizabeth Olsen recently just said, I've got uh-huh. recommendations for young actors. Don't sign a long-term deal with Marvel. Um, you know, sign a one-off deal. And, you know, if you want to do more, do more. But Because they lock these actors into these long-term contracts, and then they can't do other work. And what I think is interesting, because we talked about this, Tom, on the morning show at Cannes Film Festival, you know, at the film market where they're trying to sell films, they're saying, we don't have enough movie stars anymore. And millennials and Gen Z, they really haven't been developed because right. so many of them have been locked into Marvel careers that we don't know mm-hmm. if they can do anything else besides put on a superhero suit. Mm-hmm. So Marvel has kind of ruined the whole sort of movie star making system. No, but I look agree. At their bank accounts. Look at their bank accounts, though. Mm. <laughs> I mean, they can complain, but you know, she said she goes job security. However, I she's like it oftentimes went against who I really was as an actor. And she is really terrific. I mean, uh, and what was the one that she just did? Uh, Love and Death. If you have not watched that on Hulu, that's oh. an Emmy winner. That's an Emmy winner for her if if she gets nominated. I actually interviewed her and Tom Hiddleston for the Hank Williams movie where she played Hank's, well, I guess first wife. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, she was, I think she was, they, that was both their voices. Hiddleston especially was impressive as Hank Williams. <clears throat> um, so yeah, I mean, they do have a lot of talent and, you know, fortunately they squeezed, you know, squeeze an independent film in there that probably didn't take a lot of time. I, I, so I can imagine, but again, you know, I think she's done fairly well. Also, you got to believe that being in those Marvel films has helped her career too. I it's mean, definitely no given her, yeah, and and to break away sort of from like, oh, this is the Olsen twins' sister. Yeah, it's yeah. helped her sort of break away from that, which I think is good. I do think she has Oscar ambitions, and I think that that's probably where a lot of this is coming from. She had to turn down the Lobster, so she was saying like that was a movie that I really wanted to do, mm. and Marvel wouldn't let me. Oh wow, wow, that's interesting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I get it. You know, and 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 the whole thing with the Olsen twins. Can you imagine how jealous they are of of Elizabeth? Because I mean, they they're they're they earned gobs of money doing that whole Olsen twin thing and the straight to video stuff, you know, apart from the full house fame and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, I think that you probably will agree, Kristen, these people, they really do love that attention. And, you know, you don't really see the Olsen twins that much anymore. And, and really the one that's getting all of the spotlight right now is Elizabeth. So I wonder if there's any sort of jealousy there. I don't think there is just because they're so huge in the fashion world. The Olsons have like the row. Um, what's the other one? Is it Elizabeth and James? Is yeah, that Elizabeth right? and James. Yeah. Yeah. And um, they're doing so well in terms of high fashion. They were offered to do Fuller House. They turned it down. In fact, John Stamos right now is talking about how angry he was at the Olsen twins for turning down the revival because he really thought that they should be a part of it. And he's like, you know, I got over it. But they've really just decided that acting is just not going to be a part of their future career. I remember Mm -hmm. having a talk about this. Wasn't it because they were just sick to death of being hounded by the press, the paparazzi and all of that? 
Yeah, they were sort of uh, transitioning from like high school to college, right around that like sort of Lindsay Lohan, Paris Hilton, mm-hmm. that early paparazzi frenzy that that happened quite a bit. Even Britney Spears was a part of that uh, scene. Yeah, and they went to NYU for their freshman year. Oh, they God. didn't wind up finishing, but they realized like, you know <clears> what? <throat> it's a little bit easier to live in New York City. It's a little bit easier to be outside of like the paparazzi bubble of Los Angeles. And that's when they really dove in head first with their um, couture career in fashion. Makes sense. I understand. And they have been acting since the time they were teensy. Yeah, babies, pretty much. Yeah. And then, yeah, all of those VHS things. There were so many of them. Yeah. You were into them. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They were pumping those out left and right, though. I mean, they were the Mary Kate and Ashley Olsen videos. Yeah, straight to video productions and and, yeah, and was, huge, but huge. Like I, I mean, had a giant. Is really what made them their money. Shelf. How you're, many of them? Look up how many of them are there. Oh man. Yeah, you got to. Their um home um is actually just around the their childhood home is right around the corner from where I live, and there's a guard gate that still exists um from their time living there because they were getting so many creepy men oh, trying to God. break into their house. Oh, yeah. oh. And so they had to have like 24-hour security in an area where you, you don't really see like the 24-hour security um, homes over here. They're behind gates and things like that, but there is a guardhouse that still yeah, exists. And everyone sad. always knows that, knows, that, knows that it was the Olsen's house. So. Yeah. I personally would not love that kind of lifestyle. God, no. no. It would not be, I would not do well with that. That's no, and I, I think they've talked about it not being healthy for them either. You know, I think it was Mary Kate had problems with an eating disorder at one point. Yeah, and she had a Coke problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. A lot of struggles. It wasn't easy. No, it can't be. Didn't Tina Turner just die on a <clears throat> yeah. mountaintop mm-hmm. in yep. Switzerland? Yep. Why was she on a mountaintop? It's a weird she place lived, to die. She lived in Switzerland she lived. for years. No. I did not know that she I got out Tina. of the U.S. and wanted to live a secluded <clears throat> life. Hmm. I had no idea. Well, there you go. And for all we know, it could have been one of those situations where people were hounding her. Oh, I'm um, sure. Mm-hmm. And it's like, screw this. I'm getting, I'm going to the mountaintop. She was yep. such an amazing <laughs> Ain't no mountain high enough, but that's not Tina Turner. No. Um, but yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. And but what a life, though. I mean, 83? 83. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yep, 83, 83. years old. Kidney disease, though, really oh, I think, took a toll yeah. on her health. That'll do it. No doubt about it. But I tell you what, one good thing is in, in her favor is at least she was on the other side of the planet from Ike, even though he was dead. Oh. What a prick. Oh, oh really? God. Oh, he beat her up all the time. All the oh, time. Apparently. I don't know, yeah. like, anything about him. Yeah, not good. good. Yeah, who not the hell's a good Ike? man. Ike, Ike Turner, Turner. Rex's husband. Ike Turner. It was, yeah, they were a... Oh, you got to watch <clears throat> What's Love Got to Do With yeah. It, Andy. What a good movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, oh, and that gives you a great... Probably, let's be honest, only a snapshot into their lives. Right. Um, but a- Angela Bassett was the first person out of the gate that I saw that had a statement prepared uh, about the impact of Tina Turner's life. And it wasn't some BS, you know, it, it was really some heartfelt stuff from her. Mm-hmm. And she was and, robbed of the Oscar. I will stand on that hill. She should have, you know, who won? Who the hell won this last one where she should have? But, oh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, yeah. Well, Angela Bassett, I thought, was a shoo-in for Wakanda Forever. Yep. And maybe because you think, well, she should have won for What's Love Got to Do With It. And talk about, okay, so I'm looking at six windows right now. Okay, we're all waiting to see who the winner is. 
And generally you get some people, even though they lost, they're like, ah, you could just tell she was devastated. Yeah. And, and when she lost, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I thought she was going to win. I really did. That was a winner's dress too she wore this year, that beautiful purple outfit. Those are the ones you win in. <laughs> Not this year. Those are the ones you win in. There you it go. is. You choose you choose your Oscar dress. You mm-hmm. know, like this is the one that's gonna forever be in photos and people are gonna look at. Yeah. Right. And I was like, she's wearing her winning Oscar dress. Nope. Oh. No. And you know, I wonder how many times Glenn Close has won her winning Oscar dress because <sighs> I've been reminded with the Fatal Attraction series, which is, it's good. I, I mean, I don't think anything could match that original film. Right. But honest to God, she should have won for that. And that might have been, I think really she was well. nominated for GARP, but it might have been her second nomination. But she's been nominated eight times now. And I has- know, every time she loses, I, it, it's almost, it's, it becomes that Susan Lucci situation. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Susan, what was that about 25 times? I think that was maybe about 17, 16 or 17. Yeah, oh, yeah. Crazy God. amount of times. Oh. Yeah. Randy Newman like on the won on like Sweet 16 or something like that. I think Randy Newman was nominated 15 times before he finally won for music, for a, yeah. a song. Yep. My kids love Randy Newman. I love Randy Newman. My kids are big Randy yeah, Newman fans. Randy me. <laughs> so many strange Diane songs. Warren, another one who never went Yeah, well, they finally gave her one, though. They gave yeah, they gave her the honorary one, one but I'm like, uh, will you what's that worth? And close one. <laughs> Thanks. Or, or let's face it. I mean, people like George Lucas, Harrison Ford. I mean, these people really transform the industry, at least in, you know, for sure. people's coffers anyway. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it really is. It's a travesty when people like that aren't honored in the way they should be. Yeah. So who knows? But yeah, I would say give one to Glenn Close. My God, eight eight nominations might be the most for an actor. I'm not sure, but I know Peter O'Toole was seven when they finally gave him an honorary one, and he almost refused it because he said, "I want to win one outright." Well, Peter, your days are, you know, <laughs> I ain't happening. We're talking about all nominations. That's what they do. They just pass you off to the governor's awards, and like, here's your honorary Oscar, well, and they write you off. One thing, Paul Newman, same thing. I mean, he wasn't even there in person. They had to have tipped him off when he finally won because he was on via satellite oh, at the time. Giddy. God. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant. What's the latest? Uh, we're just trying to represent people who've been injured through no fault of their own. We're trying to talk to them before they talk to an adjuster or before they take a settlement that isn't something they should get based upon their injuries. How many people are out there in different, not in the law business, that love to run around scaring people before you even get to them? Well, adjusters will want to settle cases right. and they want to close files. So based upon that, they do what they have to. Um, I think there's a lot of circumstances where they probably act as attorneys where they're not attorneys and they try yeah. to explain people's rights or they give them a certain view that if they look at it. And what I always say is this. If the adjuster really, truly thinks the offer they made makes sense, they'd have them come see us. You know? And that's exactly my question is you have to understand who has the best, your best interest in mind, correct? Well, you want to know what your rights are. You know, whether yep. or not you decide yep. you're going to hire us or not, that's a choice. It's a free consultation, and you want to understand what your, all your rights are and what coverages you have. And plus the fact I hang out with you, so you got to be a good guy <laughs> if I'm hanging out with you. Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay. Ladies and gentlemen, Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant.
Tom here. For years, you've heard me talk about my friends at North American Banking Company. They have great online and mobile banking options, plus friendly employees who are always ready to help. And with their location in Maple Grove now open, it's even more convenient for me and my family. Go visit my friends at any one of their six Twin Cities locations or go online to nabankco.com to learn more. Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC and equal housing lender. You all have helped build MyPillow into the incredible company it is today and have trusted in Mike Lindell to give you a great night's sleep. Mike's latest incredible deal is on the Giza Dream Sheets, which you've heard me rave about before, that's for sure. These sheets are made from the world's best cotton, Giza. They are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. Right now, the Giza Dream Sheets at its lowest price ever. These sheets are 60% off, coming in as low as $39.99 with promo code TOM. Kitty. There's my dogs are sleeping. No dogs today. They're sleeping. Oh, I was going to bring my dogs. Shoot. Oh, there was a big turkey chase last night. There was a big turkey chase. Yeah. Oh, we were, all, was there we were all outside was yesterday. So it was funny. such a beautiful day. And Bop Bop bought a inflatable bouncy house. For oh. the kids. Oh, yeah. yeah. So they now, love it. Ethan's yeah. going to lose his in there, mind Tom? in that thing. Was that? You can't, you be, over height, you can't, you can't be over 100 pounds. Or 100 pounds or 5 feet. So I can't even get in it. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Which I think I probably could. I just wouldn't be able to go wild. They definitely had a great time. And the dogs were out. And all of a sudden, sudden the dogs take off. I turn around and there's turkeys scattering and and dogs (laughs) running. And I'm like, ah! Chaos. You know, and they were running toward the street, and we're like, no, yeah, the turkeys are don't mental again. The Today, on yeah. my way into the podcast, there were two males in the middle of the road with their big tails all oh, yeah. puffed up. You're yeah, like, yeah. huge. Not the time or the place, fellas. Yes. And there's people are dodging the turkeys. No, turkeys do not care. <laughs> no, they, no don't. they do not care. They're geese, very dumb. geese usually are geese like, get out oh, of the way. They'll the hiss and honk. Yeah, yeah. but it's turkeys like turkeys are just like f you. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. Andy, I got to tell you something. <laughs> that uh, that beef you bought, the quarter of the cow, and we bought another quarter of the cow. That hamburger is phenomenal. Yeah, it it's is really good. good. Oh God, is that good? Fawn didn't it's like it though because it was man. too it really thick is. a burger. She didn't oh, even try it. It's too thick of a burger. Because she, she has because three she bites. ate two things of strawberry shortcake she said she at the neighbor's. Three That's bites why. of she the didn't. burger. She didn't. And she didn't like it. She didn't have any bites. Okay, great. She ate the bun. She's top. decided she doesn't like <laughs> thick burgers. She likes thin burgers. Okay. Thin burgers. Noted. Uh, Noted. There you go. I will make her a thin <laughs> burger. Well, head over she to burger eat, King. She can put wow. away two adult burgers. Yeah, she can. From like Shake Shack, but they have to be the thin ones. This is hilarious. She's about, what is she, about one foot two? How tall is she? She's one foot two. (laughs) One foot two. Eats like a horse and doesn't grow at all. Hey, she's grown. Thank you very much. Yeah. She's petite. She's small but mighty. She's definitely mighty. mighty. That's for sure. She's She's 41 pounds now. Thank you very much. I cannot wait till you get get out of a car seat by the time she's 12. I cannot wait till you get eaten. No, 12 is now 12 is now the like average age of when kids get out of car seats. So stupid. But that's a booster, not not a car seat. That's a booster. Yeah, Yeah, not a car seat, car seat. Well, yeah. Like but, entirely, like you're just able to sit in the chair by or without anything. Yeah, I wouldn't want to 12. clip a 12-year-old into a reclining car seat. No. no. That's too much. No. Well, they I wouldn't even be able to fit. They'd have to be like, like sideways. <laughs> yeah, Fawn will probably be driving. 
in yeah. a car seat. What's that, like Colette? It was like, she had to sit on a phone book. I have a friend that had to sit on a phone book to drive to be able to yeah. get high enough over the wheel. Mm-hmm. And she's still teeny tiny. Well, down in Florida, you 30. see some elderly people that have shrunk oh, yeah. so much that they can't even see oh, over God. the wheel. Yeah. And they're, they're on the freeway. Like, oh, no, should they be driving? No, <laughs> no absolutely they not. not. Very well, one time there was a, what is it, silver alert? Yeah. Yep. Oh, there's a lot of When silver there's alerts. old people that escape. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there was this woman that was on the median doing this. She wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> Stuck on the median. Mm-hmm. Thought she was driving and she oh. had escaped. I was like, yeah. and the cops were behind her and they were like, ma'am. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there you need should to be go like some sort home. of angle did bracelet they situation. Did they, did they arrest her? Put her in cuffs? No. Yeah, they her. took her downtown. In Florida, they're a little <laughs> nicer to senior citizens. Well, so there's <laughs> so many of them. <laughs> they they <have> control. Ex- <laughs> the cops all have about 100 encounters worth of experience with them, so yeah. they know what to do. They make up half the state. Amo <laughs> wants to know if anyone's seen Firefly Lane. I have. You have? I saw the first season. And is that with who is in that? Uh, what's her face from Knocked Up? Heigl, Catherine Heigl. Catherine Heigl on Netflix. From, um, <clears throat> who's uh, the other one? Sarah Chalk. Chalky? Chalk. Yeah, she's from uh, Scrubs. Oh, yeah, Connors. She's from Scrubs. Roseanne. Yeah. She was the second Sarah on Roseanne. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, her second, not the second Sarah. Second, um, what was it? Darlene, what was the other, the older I didn't sister? Watch the other one. I, don't I never know. saw Roseanne. I don't know. Yeah. I know her from Scrubs. She was like yeah. the yeah. love interest of Zach Braff and Scrubs. But yes, mm-hmm. I've seen the first mm-hmm. season, and it was I liked it, but then for some reason I have had no interest in watching the second season. I thought it was a little slow. It was slow, yeah. and it What's was it Firefly, Lane. Firefly Lane. It's about these two know. girls that are very, very different. Seems to be popular, and they're they meet when they're kids, and they form a bond and one of them has a lunatic drunk mother and she gets taken away a lot and comes back and then they remain friends until they're adults and then something happens and i don't know it was it was entertaining enough it was entertaining enough like well after the kids went to sleep if i needed to Mm. paint my toenails or just have something to (laughs) have on in the background of something it was fun but i for some reason have a i'm like Oh, the new season's out, but I have not watched Didn't it. Didn't hold your attention. Yeah. It's kind of how we were with the Lethal Weapon reboot. We've been watching that after <clears> Ethan <throat> goes to bed. I mean, it's taken us like a month to just fi- finish watching season yeah. one. Oh. But Lethal Weapon, the reboot, uh, if anyone plans on seeing it and somehow doesn't know what happens, then uh, maybe tune out for two minutes. But uh, So, Lethal <laughs> Weapon, you got the movie series with um, the guy, Mel, Mel Gibson. Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Danny Glover. Danny Glover, right? So they rebooted it into a TV show in, I think, like 2016. <clears throat> Let's see here. Yeah, 2016 it had three seasons. Oh, we watched the first two, I think. And after the first two seasons, yeah, um, Riggs is gone because the actor apparently he he hated everyone, or everyone hated him, or something like well, that. Well, there was know. there were some recordings, I, I, actually on camera. Audio is leaked of him and is it which Wayans brother? Damon. John, Damon. 
you know, they were button heads all the time. Yeah, they didn't and like each other. They fired him, and they got Minnesota's own uh, Sean William Scott. Yeah, but then the, the series very quickly died after that because it, yeah. it's not Lethal Weapon without you know both characters, Murtaugh and Riggs. Right, right. Oh. So yeah, it's, they played you know, it's, Sean William Scott as like a brother or something. What was it? It was something like that. I don't know. We only we've only yeah. watched a couple episodes, and it's not bad. It's just weird. It's like imagine you know you're watching Frasier. And then halfway into season three, Frazier just goes away and gets replaced with some other guy. Yeah, that would be- <laughs> You're going to be like, what the hell's going on? Just like, Plus, you know, if you can't strange. get them both, just stop the show. Yeah. Wasn't it a Fox show? Because, again, yes. I say that one of the things that mm-hmm. has killed broadcast television, at least the uh, scripted series, is the fact that they're so hampered by you know there's parameters right there's the mm-hmm. fcc yep. they just the content has just got to be clean essentially well, yeah, i mean the I, other thing I think is... shows have gotten a lot looser <clears throat> a little bit racier years, it depends but... on the network of course yeah i mean yeah, yeah so so i mean and i i really do think that that with used to be just the cable that was kicking their ass now it's the cable and the streaming and sometimes they're one and the same but yeah yeah, I mean, the yeah, original... I mean, I, don't, I can't tell you the last time I watched a, a broadcast network show. The Lethal Weapon series, their famous things were all like stuff you can't say on television. <laughs> I'm too old for this yes. shit. That's not his catchphrase anymore. He doesn't have it. He doesn't have a catchphrase. He did yeah. say I'm too old for this one time though. Ooh. He didn't say shit, of course. Ooh. And then of course you know, I'm all even of... a fan of the of the films. We're gonna. They would say, I. It's so on, sanitized. Say shit. Yeah, you I can. know. It's like the um, on network TV they say stuff like that, don't they? I don't, I don't think you can say shit. So you can't. Well, Leo Getz's Leo famous diatribe. You can't say asshole. I think. No, you can say ass and you can say hole, but you can't say asshole. Asshole. Yeah. Uh, Together, it's a problem. Well, it's like I like. Together, it's. What they when if you say asshole, they beep out the word hole, which I always found strange. What? Yeah. So ass stays and whole ass? goes. Yeah. They actually bleep their own series. <laughs> oh like, How about if they God. went to... We're, uh, we're bleep doing this, but we're going to bleep, bleep out the hole. They could do... You're a real ass. Hole. <laughs> I don't think they'll have you It separates it. Hold that would be pretty funny to see that. That would be that funny. Would be really, I would watch a show like that. That would be funny. I always like those TV edits of movies. Where oh. they're swearing a whole oh, bunch, so yeah. they have to. They, I think they actually have the actors come in and re-record the dialogue and say, like, to be crap it's instead like, of shit. No, it's oh, like stuff. nonsense yeah. stuff. Like, uh, what's the um, see what happens, Larry? That movie. Let's see. That see is from there. the Big Lebowski. Oh yeah. So where um, mm. where he's like <clears throat> smashing up the guy's uh, car. And he's yelling, you see what happens, Larry? You see what happens? What the real line is, you see what happens when you F a stranger in the ass. Oh, okay. Well, that well, would be a little rough. For <laughs> on the TV well, edit, look, he changes it to... No. On, yeah, on the I TV edit, he changes when, it to, you see what happens when you find a stranger in the Alps? <laughs> <laughs> and you can... I, I can I like find that. it, I think. When you find <laughs> a stranger in the Alps. <laughs> you know, when I, I would love smoking the bandit in, in the theaters. And, of course, Jackie, the late, great Jackie Gleason was some bitch. Oh, some bitch. Some bitch. It, it, on the television version, he said scumbum. Scumbum? Scumbum. 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 I remember watching some movie on TV 
when I was younger, it was one of those movies that I saw 8,000 times, like Clueless or Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, Grease or something, and it was on the TV instead of on the VHS. Oh. And yeah, a bunch of the lines made no sense. It was like, what does that even mean? But it was like, it has to be similar to what it says, so their lips look like they're kind of saying that. Well, apparently the Coen brothers said that they did it basically to make fun of the concept of TV edits. Um, yeah. So they just turn the movie into... Like, because The Big Lebowski is full of swearing. Yes. So the idea mm-hmm. of just making a TV edit in the first place is just kind of dumb. Yeah. So it's like, instead they turned it into basically a comedy where everyone's just like talking nonsense. <laughs> That's and funny. First, Jeff Bridges. I hate the effing Eagles, man. I hate the That's the one edit, though. I, I have be- to jump out, you guys. I've got to... <laughs> Oh, right big baby. How could you? We only I have know, 10 I'm minutes sorry. left and you got to bail. Typical. I do. I have to go to work. <laughs> well, F you. And by oh. that mean, have fun, you. We'll find you in the Alps. <laughs> we'll find you in the Alps, damn it. Bleep, 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 bleep. We found Bye. Kristen in the Alps. That's what I we did. Kristen. <laughs> I love working yeah. with her. It's, it's so ridiculous. I mean, broadcast television. They know they're on their last legs. Come on, just pull yeah. out all the stops. Yep. Jesus, yeah. let's go for it. What's the point anymore? So why <laughs> is sling all of a sudden a thing? Because there was a thing, then it was bought by somebody, yeah. and now all of a sudden everything's on sling, and you have to subscribe to Sling Plus to get this. Uh, blah, blah, it's like 40 yikes. bucks a month, too. It's not 8 bucks a month. It's $40 yeah, a it's, month. It, it's going up against like Hulu and, and all those. It's like, uh, do we need another contender in this streaming world? I don't. I mm-hmm. do not. I well, and we talked about this last week. I mean, thankfully, you have... Um, people, uh, streamers combining. So you have Showtime finally coming in with Paramount Plus. Yeah. And the whole Max thing, part of that, the reason for that rebranding was, was that they were bringing in Discovery Plus content uh, into Max. So I don't know. Again, I still think dropping the HBO off, that was one of the stupidest things, especially since when you think of Max, you think of Cinemax, you think of Skinemax. It's like, oh, this is going to be sleazy. What are you doing? Um, but now with Discovery Plus, and I mentioned this series, I believe, last week, House of Hammer. You can see it on Max. And mm-hmm. you want to see a scummy family, the, the Armand Hammer deal. Holy God. Oh, yeah, I heard it's terrible. Get ready to be. Re- it's so repulsive. You would not believe it. Uh, so that's the sort of programming now that you can get if you have HBO Max or Max. They pulled in all of that Discovery Plus content. So that's a smart thing to do because, again, a lot of these streamers are struggling now. Um, so that's a good thing, I think. Not a good thing for them, but good thing for us is that, you know, the, 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 it's not costing as much because we're su- subscribing to 12 things. Now it can be 10 things, you know, right. by these things combining. Yeah. I like Dan's idea where you just pay a dollar for a show or 50 cents for a show. Just everything's all a yeah, Everything's yeah. all, all these yeah. subscriptions. You watch something, you pay for it. It's I a know, nice small little it's... amount of money. Well, because you probably end that... up paying about the same amount of money total you mean like 99 cents for the season or no per show no, per show. Well, they've been doing that on amazon forever no one did it yeah yeah they do you can buy them per episode mm-hmm. um no one ever did it well, it's like a dollar i've long maintained and then this isn't a novel idea 
my idea, but it's like that's what killed cable. And I'm talking about the carriers. I'm talking about the dish networks of the world where, you know, they'll give you the, the top 200. So you think, wow, I'm getting a lot. But, you yeah. know, it's all crap. 75 percent of them are yeah there's you know, another language and, yeah i know it's where like you, where you can't yeah. grab a la carte what you want if you would give the people the idea uh, i mean the, the the menu to say okay this much will get you five channels take whatever you want mm -hmm. i mean but they never ever did that and that was a huge mistake well it became an arms race of we have more channels yeah so you it's justified to pay us more. And then the other guys were like, oh, now we have more channels, so now you pay us more. And it got to the point where it was like a thousand something channels, but it was getting to the point where it was like two, three hundred dollars a month. It was just like, yeah. who needs that? And like you said, it's like 400 channels of Latino music, 100 right. channels of like church rebroadcasts. Yeah, it is. It's yep. not, you're not paying for something you're actually ever going to use. No. You're going to use maybe 20 of those channels tops. I know it just yeah. all seems so yeah. stupid. Yeah, so just give us give us a price. Say, okay, you get twenty channels. Right. I'd rather pay for what I'm using than yeah, all exactly. this other. Yeah, mm exactly. -hmm. Well, but the channels stuff. themselves make deals with the cable companies because yeah. they know otherwise no one's going to buy them. Uh -huh. And then how weird... many times did we have a you know carriage problems where I, I remember they did it with The Walking Dead where uh, AMC got pissed off at Dish or something. So all of a sudden, AMC wasn't available, and the big season premiere was coming up. So mm -hmm. it would always break down some way, even though they had deals in place. Things would always break down at some point. Uh, but, yeah, and, and, you know, talking about all those streaming channels that we have, how, how much are you really using them? I mean, you no, might have much. one or two shows on Netflix or Hulu or whatever, so, you know, you're, you're, if you think about it, you're paying a lot of money and you're probably not getting your money's worth. Well, and still. it's also annoying because uh, so we wanted to watch this show, A Small Light. Yes. Mm -hmm. OK. And so we we searched on Roku and it said you have to have sling. To right. Get it, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So yep. we put sling on and then we try to watch it and it's like, no, no, you have to have the premium sling. So it almost oh, seems like yeah. a little bit of a game. And then you look it up online. It's, oh, you can get this show on Hulu and right. blah, 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 yep. blah, blah. So mm -hmm. like you didn't even have to do that. But the first thing they do is try to get you to yep. add another mm -hmm. channel to watch a show. I have recommended this website that I totally stumbled on years ago called JustWatch.com. And I'm not getting paid by it, by, by JustWatch.com. I'm just saying you go there, you search a show, it'll tell you, or a movie an old movie, and it'll tell you all the places it's playing. Some of them, you know, you have to rent it. Some of them are part of Prime Video or Netflix or whatever. Okay. But that's a good way of finding a film or a TV show. Okay. Uh, just watch. Just watch. And I should make a note of that. because Make a note, bookmark it. Because yeah, sometimes honestly, it takes us a half an hour to figure out where to watch it. Yeah, yeah, Stupid. it does. I mean, otherwise, you're you're going to each of the streamers and searching on each of their search engines, trying to find it. So, oh yeah, yeah, it, it's really it's terrific. And not only that, it'll break it down by well, it's available in 4K here and HD here and just oh. regular <clears throat> here. It, it's so it's it's a really terrific site. Yeah, a lot of the time I have to Google like where yeah, to watch. We, I know. Yeah. my kids yeah. wanted to watch. We had from some friends over to celebrate Fawn's birthday. And they were, wanted to watch Luck. And I was like, 
I have no idea. I looked on Netflix, it wasn't there. Which looked is on an Amazon, Apple TV it wasn't there. Plus. It was an Apple TV. Yeah, and Apple TV yeah. Plus does that was a lot an of original movie of theirs. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know. So I was like, I had to we had to Google where can we watch this movie? I don't know where it is. Yeah, I feel like I yeah. want to get rid of Disney Plus too. I don't think they they don't watch it that much when they come over, and all of the movies that they want to watch are available on Netflix anyway. Mm-hmm. The mm. movies that the Dis- Disney movies aren't available. No, on they're yeah, on, they they're are. only on a Disney Plus. No. Nope. No Disney well, movies are available on Netflix. According to my search for Moana, it was on Netflix. Nope. Well, I, I mean, just like anything so. else, I mean, it's they they're gonna make pretty decent money if they so i guess you could say essentially rent them out to other streamers so they might have been produced by disney but yeah you can indeed see some things on other streamers at some point so well like you can man they're struggling i mean they're losing a lot of subscribers so i'm sure they're trying to make money anywhere where they can and if that means you know they have a, a let Moana play on Netflix for an extended Moana period of time? Moana is not on Netflix. Do? According That's to JustWatch.com, Moana is only on Disney Plus and Apple TV. Because you can oh, watch... TV, you can you watch... rent it on Apple TV. For yeah, $10, but you have to pay yes. for it. Oh. Yeah. 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 You can okay. get most things on Apple TV. Because not even just Apple TV Plus, but just Apple TV because it's like a... You, and you can rent or buy yeah, they got some sort shows. of partnership or something. And I used to watch like Downton Abbey. I never had... Whatever it is that you need, to, it was like Acorn, and then it was. Oh, on, yeah. what, I never had mm-hmm. any of that, so I just bought the seasons on Apple TV. Oh, okay. And that's how. So I watched completely it. ruin your day. <clears throat> yes, indeed. Moana is being adapted into a live action. I know film. it's like five years old, six years. old. I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> I love all the live. Yeah, I watched the little mermaid. I, it's I, been I, a few years. It's I, been a few decades. I, I can understand. But Moana already? Really? I, I saw The Little Mermaid on Saturday, and it was fantastic. Everyone says it yes, sucks. Yes, it is. It's what? a good movie. <laughs> I loved it. Well, Everyone... It's like The Lion King. People didn't like that. And I understand. I love it... The Lion King. I don't know. I they just, a lot of the them lacked the... only problem I had with it, Alex, was I, the new songs didn't fit for me. You oh, know, I they thought didn't... they were. I thought they were fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and, well, the original songs, it's... I think most people don't like the original songs because they're not part of the movie. And so it's like, what's this song? You know, it just kind of mm-hmm. takes away from the magic of childhood thing. Yeah. yeah. But I understand why Disney wants to make. I thought Prince Eric's song was wonderful and I thought he did a really good job. Yeah. And that's but the, and that's the sort of thing I took my my oldest daughter who loved Little Mermaid growing up. Uh, she went to the film with me, and it was one of those deals <clears> where it kind of takes you out of it because you're looking. It's like, what? Do you remember that one from the yeah cartoon? Yeah. You know, uh, yeah. the animated film, and and no, and you know, so that that was kind of weird. Trying to, the 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 rap song. Yeah, they have kind of a rap song rap in there. Song. There's it, a scuttle was, rap. Scuttle rap. I thought that was cute because scuttle's just know, weird. Uh, but that. I knew for sure wasn't in there. Yes. Because Scuttle, who was yeah. um, right along Aquafina. face Tom. Who's, who's the actor? Buddy Hackett. Buddy, Buddy Hackett, Hackett, yeah. And Aquafina plays her now. Yeah. And I like Aquafina a lot. And I thought, for the most part, she was terrific. But the song is like... Uh, I got I sick of cartoon trying characters to do, rapping They're trying to bring in the ago. Hamilton sort of deal into yep. it. 
Um, but uh, no, no, I, I, I really liked the movie. I, I really thought the uh, Halle Bailey was terrific. And, she was uh, great, and her voice and, is... And I love Melissa McCarthy. She was incredible. <laughs> I didn't even know she was yes. in it. And then I, she was awesome. She did a great yes. job. Oh, like Poor Unfortunate perfect. Souls, I was like, wow. I she had, was no, Ursula. Yeah, oh. she was great and she's saying poor unfortunate souls and she's oh. just amazing oh. i was oh, very yeah. impressed that yeah. is gonna do yeah. it ladies and yeah. gentlemen so timmy what do you got the rest of the week well i have there's a new spider-man movie coming up but it's the oh, uh it's spider-man across the universe it's it's animation so the I'll beatles be version talking with you about that on friday and uh, that's that's about it. I'm trying to. I thought the new Arnold documentary would be coming out. I thought I'd talk about that, but I'll find another streaming program to talk about on the show Friday as well. I like it. All right, Pally. Thank you. All right. Have a great day, everybody. Tommy, talk Friday. Bye. Bye.